0: a wonderful thing in his life, in his wife's life, and all of his children. He has four children, three boys, one girl, and um, he speaks English and Spanish from Mexico. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm, I'm Spanish, too. <laughs> you know I'm, come on now. So so I, that's why I gave you the Mexico. <laughs> so he, he he's a great man of God. I enjoy him, and uh, we have a good time. And so I want him to come, and I want you to stand with me, and I want you to greet him as he come to this pulpit. Say, God bless. Amen. Pastor Weezer. Amen. Come
1: on, my friend, and preach the gospel. Amen. Hey man, why don't we give that to Jesus Christ right now? I think we ought to give him the loudest
2: hand clap of praise we have given anyone yet. I think going I lift up our voice and give Him the glory and the honor for He is worthy of the highest praise. Hallelujah. We love You, Jesus. We thank You, Lord.
1: Hallelujah. Thank You, Jesus. Amen. We love the Lord. Just remain standing. We're going to go quickly to the reading of God's word. I want to give honor to your pastor and his family. And and what a tremendous pastor you have. He loves people. And just spending just a few minutes with him, you'll feel the inspiration. Amen. The godly inspiration. And I'm thankful for the newfound friendship that we have with Pastor Wayne Wyatt and, uh, and getting to know his church family. And I'm so, so very excited to be here. I've heard a lot of great things about this church and God is continuing to do great things. Amen. We can see we're we're almost to full capacity. We are at full capacity. That just means God has yet more things to do in our midst and in our lives. And I believe God is going to do a mighty work. And uh today's not by accident. If you need God's power, you need God's presence in your life, he's going to fill you. He's going to do a mighty work. If you've come with a need in your life, I believe God is going to heal that Need If you come with God to deliver something in your life, I believe you can leave delivered in the name of Jesus. Now I know in a few minutes we're going to be partaking of some good food, but right now the bread of life is going to be given to you. And I pray that the bread of life will do more than any natural food. The bread of life will do more than anything that this world can give you. And all I want is Jesus. That's all I want is Jesus. Amen? And I'm thankful for that. If we could turn to Second Timothy chapter 3, verse number 1 and... Again, if you're here for the first time or you're a returning friend with us, thank you for being with us here at Christ Center Church. Please come back. Do not base your decision to return on my preaching. You've got a great preacher. A- amen. And so come back. I promise you, you'll be blessed. And so, and, and, and this is a great family of God. I know that. The Bible says in 2nd Timothy chapter 3, verse number 1. It says, this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. Well, guess what? They're here. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors. Man, that's a lot of things. i got to slow down. Whew. Traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. Verse number 5 is a key text for us this morning, this afternoon. Having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof, from such, turn away. There's people that want just the outskirts of what God wants to give them. And they have a form of godliness. But I believe with the power of the Almighty God, He's not just going to give you a form of His godliness but He's going to give you His power. Amen. He's going to give you His power. Hallelujah. And I want it. I want it all. I don't want to deny the power, but I need the power of Christ living inside of me. If you could help me pray that in these next few moments that Jesus is going to speak to us and He's going to help us. Would you close your eyes and bow your head and help me pray that He's going to speak to us in these next few moments. Jesus, we come before you knowing that you are able to do exceeding abundant. I pray that you would help us in a mighty way. God, deliver a word to your people. Use me, anoint my lips to speak and your people's ears to hear. I pray that they would not just be hearers of the word, but that they would be doers of the word. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. If you believe God to do a great work, would you clap your hands before you're seated? Would you give him glory
2: and honor? Hallelujah. Come on, someone shout hallelujah to him. Come on, someone shout hallelujah to the king.
1: Hallelujah, Lord. We love you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated. The word of God is so powerful, church. It is so powerful. And today I want to talk to you about the powerful church. The powerful church. You see, his word is so strong and so great that it demands for you to respond to it. That when He said, let there be light, the Bible says it was so. When He formed the land and the sea, He formed it. With His Word. When He created the heavens and the earth, He formed it with His Word. Amen. His Word has creative power in your life. And while you think you're just sitting here listening to a preached Word of God, what the Word of God is doing is creating something in you that you didn't have before. You're going to leave out with something inside of you. Amen. A power. And it's only given by the Word. And we know that His Word has a creative power and not only is it for you just to hear it but the Bible says I must be a doer of the word and so when we conclude today's service and anytime the preacher's finished you ought to respond to the word of God and say I'm going to let the word do something in my life you see he calls people to be worshipers in spirit
2: and in truth so it's not enough just to wave your hands during the worship service but you've got to be one that will worship him in spirit and in truth and know that there is one lord one faith and one baptism that there is one god and his name is jesus that there's no other way hallelujah but by jesus he is the door of the sheep
1: hallelujah
2: there's no other way
1: i need the word of god to be established in my life and while you're looking for direction you're looking for that next step guess what the word of god is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path have you ever heard people say i don't know what my next step is I don't know where I'm going next. It just lets me know you're not in the Word. It's time to get in the Word of God because the
2: the Word is a lamp unto my feet. And a light unto my path. What that means is it's giving me enough light for that step that I'm right in front of. And I may not be able to see far into the distance. But I know that the word of God is lighting up my path. Hallelujah. And I can see my today. I can see my today. And guess what? This is the day that the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and be glad in this day. This is the day of salvation. And this is the day that he's going to do something mighty in our lives. And I know I may
1: look young, (laughs) but I'll trick you. They kicked me off the youth committee. That's how old I am. Pastor Wyatt messed up. I try to hide my gray hairs really good. Hallelujah. But I've been around this whole world. I've been around this whole country. I've been around all over, amen, in the world. And I've seen God's power manifest itself. It doesn't matter, hallelujah, where you come from. It doesn't matter what language you speak. It doesn't matter, hallelujah, what your
2: favorite food is or isn't. My God, who is rich in mercy, is able to call all men, all people to Him. Hallelujah. And that's why we need the power of the Holy Ghost living inside of us. Why? Because that power, hallelujah, is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel that in the last days saith God I will pour my spirit upon all flesh and the evidence that you have the Holy Ghost is not that you get the shaky shakes it's not that you get all sweated up but the evidence is you speak in an unknown tongue and while I speak Spanish and you may speak Amen Patwa Hallelujah we all speak that Holy Ghost and we are born Hallelujah again under one name one creed one nation we are children of god and i believe under the sound of my voice god is gonna call you to his name hallelujah he's gonna call you
1: and there's a powerful church that you're a part of a part of and so we realize that in the sports world i love sports as you know pastor wyatt There's a term that they use in soccer and in ice hockey. Where I'm from, we don't have ice. We have to make it. We actually make it and sell it. Go figure. That's awesome, huh? We don't get snow. And so they have this thing in ice hockey and in soccer, I believe, called the power play. You ever heard of the power play? It's when two teams are going against each other. And one uh, of the teams, let's say, has a member of their team that commits a penalty. So what they do is they throw them in the box, the penalty box. And so what the power play indicates this is that there's now five against four or in soccer. I don't even know how many players on the field, but it's 10 against seven, let's say, because there's several in the penalty box and they call that a power play. Which means that the other team has more, a uh, greater force against the team that only has seven or four or whatever uh, team that they have against. And so there's a power play. And so they, they put those people in the box for a few moments and a few minutes. And, and they say it's, it's enough for that other team to capitalize. You know, when you've got more against someone else, you've got something against someone else, there's a power play. And I believe sometimes we feel that the enemy of our lives has a power play against us. What does he have against you?
2: He's got your past. He's, he's got the things that you've done. He's, he's got your failures and he's, he's got the things that have made you insecure in who you are in Christ. And, and while you you try to live for God, the enemy tries to have a power play against you. It's, it's, it's having
1: information on people like blackmail, so to speak. Well, I've been working on a diet for Christmas. You know, my Christmas cards are coming up and, and I'd like to give my friends a beautiful portrait of our family Wow, I am the, the one one member of the family. It's me that messes up the picture. I'm working hard for my Christmas picture. I gotta I gotta get more fit. I got I gotta get uh, you know a little bit nicer, uh, slender build so I can look good like Pastor Wyatt. But but in my trips last week in, in, in New York and this week here in, in New Jersey, I, I, I've I've kind of fallen off the wagon, Pastor. And, and and you know my my wife she's back at home and she thinks I'm being good. She she thinks I'm I'm doing well you know and and, and if Pastor Wyatt would would tell her that that we went to a, a, a Philly cheesesteak run, come on now, I won't tell you what time but it was late. <laughs> He's got something against me. He's got that power play against me. It's like having information on someone and the enemy tries to tell you that he's got something against you but let me tell you you must remember who you are in Christ and we're not
2: part of a dead church let me tell you we're not part of an old fashioned church we're not part of a church that's dying off and that's coming together just because but you and I are part of a powerful church and we can stand up and declare that with authority why? because what you feel here is because of the power that fills this place and while the enemy tries to throw some stuff at your life, you can say, guess what, devil? I've got a power play against you. I've got the Holy Ghost living inside of me, and while you think you can blackmail me, I've got the Spirit of God in me, and I've got the power and authority to declare victory in my life. Now, I don't care how bad you may have been before, but now I am a new creature, and behold, old things are passed away, and everything has become new. Why? Because I serve a powerful God and I'm part of a powerful church. You tell me a church that just has the keys to the firehouse hallelujah it's not just any church Uh, you tell me a church that the pastor can call the chief uh, and he's got him on speed dial and say chief we need something and he says anything you want man of God because we are hallelujah part of something greater we're part of something mightier we're part of a powerful church and until you realize who you are you will live powerless why are we
1: powerful because we've got the Holy Ghost living inside of us. Because through the power of Jesus Christ, we can overcome every wrong, every failure, every sin in our lives. But what happens when people of God lack the power? They, 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 they get in this spirit of apathy. Rather than being apostolic, they become apatholic. You thought I had a lisp, huh? Uh-uh. Apatholic. <laughs> apathy. A spirit of laziness coming in and just expecting for God to do something without you moving a finger. Expecting for God to do something and you not having the Holy Ghost living inside of your life. And you can go to church houses that proclaim to have power and you can step in. And I've been to some places and I've visited some places. And while they give me a chicken sandwich as I walk in and give me a cup of coffee and send me a Starbucks card in the mail, I'm thankful for all those things. But you know what? Those things don't deliver my addictions. Those things don't heal my soul. Those things don't deliver me from the places that I'm in. That's why I need to step into a truth preaching church that still believes
2: in one God. That still believes, hallelujah, that we need the Holy Ghost. That you must be born again of water and of spirit. That there's no other name given among men by which we must be saved and that name is Jesus. Come on you ought to be thankful for the spirit of God that's in this place and don't discount it because it's the power of God that's allowing you to experience that and we're not just a, a gathering come on we're not just a club we're not just a social gathering that comes together every sunday morning to see each other's outfits but no we've come together to experience the power of god manifest in our lives and so you better not misuse
1: the power don't misuse the power and abuse the power that you've been given because that power can heal you and deliver you. You ever know and met someone that abused their power? You know? Don't abuse that power. Come on. Don't abuse what God has given you. Don't treat it so, so, so just whatever. It's not whatever. For when Jesus died on Calvary and shed his blood for every human being. Hallelujah that blood, that precious blood flows through the lowest valleys it
2: reaches to the highest of mountaintops that blood gives me power and the Bible says from day to day, the words the song says from day to day, it will never, ever, ever lose its power and while it may not sound too cool and cute to talk about the blood of Jesus, but guess what it's that blood that saved me raised me, delivered me and healed me and it's the blood That gives me power today. You and I are part of the powerful church. It's the powerful church. And while
1: you need to be careful with the power, not misuse it, you need to realize how powerful this thing, this is not something to play around with. The Holy Ghost is not something to mess around with. You ever tried, any dads in the house, try to fix the electrical wiring at your house? Only to mess up and burn yourself? (laughs) I've been there, done that. (laughs) And while you think I'm an expert at contracting work, (laughs) Why you think I'm an expert at going to Home Depot and knowing what to pick up, I'm not. (laughs) I'm not. I am the most uh, domesticated Mexican you'll find. Hallelujah. So I got to call my friends to help me out. I end up messing up more. I do more damage because I don't know how to use the power. God is wanting to give you power. And you got to know how to use it. You've got to know how to walk in authority And who you are in Jesus And know that the power of God Is going to do something mighty in your life You can't just You can't play around with it And treat it so casual Like you can't handle electricity with wet hands You, you can't have your little dollar tree Or what dollar store Extension cord And plug everything in And hope I just hope everything stays on uh, you need to know how to work with the power You can't let torn wires and defective wires just be exposed You, you, can't, you can't play around with that You, you can't misuse those things you, You've got to know how to work with the power And why is the power of God so important? Why do we feel the power in this church? Or in an apostolic church, a Pentecostal church Why do we feel the power? Because the power of God allows you to experience something that is so beautiful and what he wants you to experience. But it only comes by this. And I've got scripture to prove it to you. That the power of God comes by this manner. Let me read you in Psalm, the 110th Psalm, verse 1. It says, The Lord said unto my God, Sit thou at thy right hand, until I make thine enemies thy footstool. That's awesome. The Lord shall send the rod of strength out of Zion, and rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. He says in verse number 3, thy people shall be willing in the day of thy power, in the beauties of holiness, from the womb of the morning, thou hast the dew of thy youth. Let me tell you, church, why do you experience the power of God here? Because you can't separate God's power from His holiness. And while God changes your life, you need to make a step towards
2: His holiness. And the holiness of God gives you access to His power. And so while this world wants to live a certain way, you must walk away from the world and say it's time to change some things in order to live in the power of God. Why do I dress the way I do? Why do I talk the way I talk? Why do I don't go to the places I used to go to? Because I want to live in the power of God. And there's no separating God's power from his holiness. And the Bible says, hallelujah, this is that that was spoken by the prophet Joel. In the last day saith God, I will pour my spirit upon all flesh. Acts chapter 1 and verse 8 says, you shall receive power not before, hallelujah, but after the Holy Ghost comes upon you. And if you've been living a powerless life, if you've been living a life that's lacked the power, let me encourage you today that you need the Holy Ghost. In order to activate the power In your life
1: That's why I can go to places That proclaim to be a church But there's no Holy Ghost there There's no holiness there And the power of God can't move And that's why I'm thankful for what I feel here Because it's only the power of God my friend That can deliver me from the deepest darkest things That this world has given me It's only by the power of God that I can see blinded eyes open. It's only by the power of God that I witnessed, amen, a four-year-old girl in the country of India through a telephone prayer. We
2: prayed over that telephone, amen, and the power of God moved through that four-year-old girl. guess what? She rose up from the dead, and she came to the crusade the next day, and her mama got the Holy Ghost. Because the power of God is evident where His Holy Ghost is at. If you want to see miracles that will just wow you, then step into the presence of God And let the Holy Ghost begin to dispatch His power in your life. Look around
1: and realize that God created everything with His Word. And the Word has amazing power in your
2: life. That's why you ought to quote Scripture everywhere that you go. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for Thou art with me. Thy rod and Thy staff, they come for me. And You prepare a table before me. In the presence of mine enemies Greater is he that is within me Than he that is in the world I can do all things through Christ Which strengthens me I serve one God And his name is Jesus there's so many scriptures about the power of God. In Psalm 62, once God has spoken twice, have I heard then that power belongs to God. Job says, behold are the outskirts of his ways. And how small a whisper do we hear him, but the thunder of his power. Who can understand? The psalmist said, let the groans of the prisoners come before you. According to your great power, preserve those doomed to die. The power of God God is going to reach you and preserve you and save you. And while the enemy may have thought that the promise upon your life cannot be fulfilled, no one can undo what God has declared over your life. If there's a promise that you're waiting to be fulfilled, it's time to believe that the promises of God are sure and able to be accomplished in your life. First Corinthians says, and God raised the Lord and will also raise us up
1: by his power. Second Corinthians, for he was crucified in weakness, but lives by the power of God. For we also are weak in him, but in dealing with you, we will live with him by the power of God. We are the powerful church. This whole time I thought this was called the firehouse church. And until yesterday, he just corrected me yesterday. I've been calling it all weekend. He said, <laughs> he's driving. He's, uh, he said, we're, we're not called Firehouse. I said, well, I've been calling you that forever. And he says, You're the, we're Christ centered Church. I said, that's awesome. But, but I like Firehouse Church. I, I, I just, I, I liked it. I go, I go, this is awesome. Where in the world can you allow something like this to happen? Only in a church where the Spirit of God is directing every step, every way, every family. Because we serve a great God and a powerful God. There's a man by the name of Samson in the Bible. Perfect example. Who was loaded with talents. He was loaded with things but lacked the consecration, anointing, and the holy. Therefore he lost his power Anytime you step away From the holy presence of God And the things that God wants you to be called to be The power will slowly go away And while he laid in the lap of Delilah The power was being taken away Because the power doesn't come by my mind It's not by my power, my strength But it's by His Spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. I don't care how smart you are, how strong you are, how rich you are. It doesn't matter. We all need the power of God to manifest itself in our lives. We all need the power of God to move. It's only by the power of God that He can heal someone. Hallelujah. That's been in so much pain and disease and allow someone to be made whole. It's only by the power of God at a parkside service in the country of
2: Madagascar where He can give someone their sight. And when this man came and we were doing a parkside service all bro- down with our guitars and they had me as the lead soloist i can't sing with anything
1: but we we're praying and this man comes up he says i need to see i can't see and this was in 2016 uh, just a year ago it wasn't back in the bible days it, it wasn't it, it wasn't it, there wasn't anything special we were in a park for goodness sake it was hot <laughs> the malagasy people love to worship <laughs> You talk about losing weight, I lost about 10 pounds in one service. (laughs) And this man lifted up his hands. We prayed the prayer of faith. We prayed the power of the Holy Ghost over him. And the Lord filled him with the Holy Ghost. And guess what? The very first miracle that Jesus did was to fill the water pots and to change the contents that was within. So while you think he wants to heal your disease, the first and most powerful miracle that he wants to do is to
2: fill your life with the water. And not just any water. But the Bible calls it a living water. And out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And the Holy Ghost cannot be contained. And while you think you need God to do and fix your messes, the first and greatest thing He wants to do is fulfill your life with His power.
1: And so we see that God is so merciful to Samson. He allows him. The Bible says he defeats more people in his death than he did his entire life. That's how merciful our God is. He's able to help. Us in our time of need But we must realize that it's not about us And while you think you're a hot shot You can't make it without the power of God A preacher by the name of John Piper says It's about the greatness of God And not the significance of man God made himself God made man small And the universe big To say something about himself (laughs) I need God in my life And when the enemy will attack He will attack He might. It's not like he might attack. No, he will attack. But you've got to realize that Jesus died and rose again and he gave you the keys to salvation, the access. I saw the theme for all nation Sunday was access. He gave us the power. And how do you get the power? You get it through the Holy Ghost. But before the Holy Ghost was poured out, the Bible says that he began to ask his his disciples, who do men say that I am? They say, some call you a teacher. Jeremiah, the prophet. They call you John the Baptist. They call you the greatest person in the world. They started giving him all these adjectives of how great he was. You're handsome. You're great. You're the big man on campus. He was, they were telling him everything. He said, that's great, but what do you say that I am? They all got quiet. They began to bite their nails and they didn't know what to say. But the loud mouthed Peter, you know, we all know one, right? Just blurts it out. <laughs> he said, thou art the Christ. The son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood, education and this world, things in this world has not revealed it unto you but my Father which is in heaven the Spirit and I say unto thee thou art Peter upon this
2: rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it and I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven and whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven amen when you get a revelation of who Jesus is in your life you'll have access to the power to live out, amen, God's promise in your life. So let me ask you, christ Center church, who is Jesus in your life? What is He? Is He just another adjective or title? Or is He, amen, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, the healer? Come on, what is Jesus in your life? Upon this rock, what is that? The revelation of who He is. He is Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. The Lamb of God, the Great I Am, the El Shaddai, the Bright and Morning Star. He was Amen. The the, the beginning, Amen. The present, and He lives forevermore. He is everything that I need, and His name is Jesus. Come on, He's my healer. He's my deliverer. He's my redeemer. He's my mediator. He's my father. He's thinking closer than a brother. His blood, amen, is on my life. And Jesus is everything to me. He's not just another figure in history. But He's the Lamb of God. The great I Am. He's everything. He's wonderful. Counselor. The everlasting God. The Prince of Peace. Emmanuel, God with us. He's everything to me. And guess
1: what? Peter was attacked. But Jesus prophesied over his life. He said, when you're converted, you're going to strengthen my brethren, your brethren. You're going to strengthen the people of God. Why did Peter have the privilege after he denied Jesus three times? Why did he have the privilege to preach the day of Pentecost? Because it was Peter, amen, who repented. And the message was on repentance. And who better than the one who had repented himself? And while he warmed in the fire and denied Jesus, amen, they said, there's something different about you. Let me tell you, this is not in the notes, but I'll throw it in. Hallelujah.
2: That once Jesus touches you, you're never the same. You can walk out into this world and you can try to live your life in the world, but you'll stand out.
1: Guess what? People of God that leave the church make the worst of sinners. They can't do it right. They can't hold the beer can right. They can't even dance right in the dance hall. They can't even cuss right. I've got Bible for that. Because the Bible says he began to cuss. Peter, he began to curse. He said, (laughs) Aren't you that Galilean? Aren't you that guy that was hanging out with Jesus? Yeah, but then he dropped another F-bomb right there just to make them believe that he wasn't part of that. But let me tell you, they said, no, your speech betrays you. (laughs)
2: Hallelujah. Once Jesus touches your life, you don't belong in the world anymore. So quit wasting your time. Hallelujah. Quit wasting your time in the world. And say, you know what? I'm not going to live a lie anymore, but I'm going to live in the presence of God and where I belong. And therefore, I need the power, amen, to be manifested in my life. So they he got up. He began to preach. He began to teach. And he said, they asked him, what shall we do? And he said, amen, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of your sins. and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, for this promise is for you, for your kids and for those that are far off even as many, the Lord our God shall call you see those promises for you to experience the power of God in your life and before Jesus ascended, guess what
1: he tells them I'm going to send you the power and then they begin to say, well Jesus when are you going to send it? and isn't it like Jesus to put us in our place he tells them it's not for you to know the times of the seasons when I'm going to give my power away. Just be ready," he said. "Be witnesses unto me both in and in, in, in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the world." What he's telling us there—that—and and I think it's this—is a connection with with why we're all here. That Jesus wants to reach our, our 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 local area. He wants to reach who we are, and then he wants you to go to the outskirts, which which can probably be the state or 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 or. Grander places. But then he wants you to to reach Samaria, let's say the country. But he wants you to reach the uttermost parts of the earth. We have been called to reach this world with this powerful message of Jesus Christ. And while people and nations have progressed through the following sequence that happens in the church world as well. People go from bondage to faith. From faith to courage. From courage to liberty. From liberty to abundance, from abundance to selfishness, from selfishness to complacency, from complacence to apathy, from apathy to dependency, and from dependency back into bondage. Because the power of God was not manifested in their lives. The power wants to be manifest and delivered into your life. Paul tells the Roman church, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation. To everyone that believeth. To the Jew first and also to the Greek. You see christ a church as you stand with me. You can go ahead and stand. You and I are part of something great. <laughs> We're part of something powerful we're part of something mighty you and i are part of a powerful church we're an attractive church a church where people are going to be coming up to you and saying i need this power that you have you're gonna be at the grocery store, and people are gonna say there's something different about you. You're gonna be at work, and someone's gonna say, "You know what? Can you pray for my need?" I hear you go to a church where the 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 blind
2: see and and the deaf hear and the dead are raised. I I, I heard you go to a church where cancers are taken away. Let me tell you, there's no limitation on God. I've seen the youngest of children get the Holy Ghost, and I've seen the oldest of people get the Holy Ghost. Just this year, just a few months ago, Amen. A man 91 years old received the baptism of the Holy Ghost sitting down in his wheelchair and his his family didn't think he can get it. But don't put a limitation on God. God filled him with the gift of the Holy Ghost and God wants to do something mighty in your life. I close with this. I was in the country of India and there was a man who
1: came for healing and he had all these bands around him and he had these things and and we were trying to respect the culture, we prayed with him, but the Indian pastor comes up to us and he says, there's something wrong with this man, these bands represent uh, uh, something he went to a, a a witch doctor and they prayed over these bands
2: so that he can get his healing but let me tell you, the spirit of God cannot be poured out in this man's life until these bands are broken, we saw something that we hear about preached spiritually, we saw it in the physical realm, and so we begin to pray, we begin to believe, but out of respect respect of this man we we didn't know how this was going to happen this little old lady comes from the back and she busts out a knife this is not this is not a joke
1: i'm like oh it's about to get crazy at this altar call (laughs) and she gets a knife and she comes to the man and i I don't know what's going to happen she begins to cut those bands off and she begins to tell him off in the Indian language. I don't know what she said, but you know, you know we need we need an elder in our life to talk to us and set us straight. And so t- the bands begin to fall and within seconds Pastor Wyatt that man was filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And how did I know that? This man was an Indian man did not speak English. But his unknown tongue was the English tongue.
2: And he began to speak in perfect English, saying, glory to God in the highest. I give you glory, Jesus Christ. With no accent, with no other disability, he began to lift up the name of Jesus and the power of God was manifest in his place,
1: in his life. And God wants to do something mighty in our lives And as I open up this altar I want to Invite those that need the power of God to be manifest in their life that need God To do something mighty in Their life in the same country A woman comes up and she's got red Markings on her on her forehead and we Said why do you have those red markings you ever Notice people that they have the dot on the forehead And and some markings up here they Say because we want to depict blood On our head so That if our, our head has blood on it, It's not real blood but it's depicted as blood. They said that the evil spirits will pass us
2: over. I said I'm glad you made that connection because the blood of Jesus is upon me and I'm thankful for that great great Passover where the enemy tried to destroy me. I've got the blood of Jesus in my life and guess what the enemy passed me over. It doesn't matter where you come from. We've all got the same needs and we need the same God and God is here today to fill your needs. So I want to invite those that I want the power of God living inside of you. I want to, I want you to invite, I want to invite you to this front right here. Hallelujah. Just make your way to the front. You say, preacher, I need the power of God. I need the power of God to heal me. I need the power of God to restore me. I need the power of God to do a work in my life. Come on. Hallelujah. Don't be afraid. Hallelujah. I believe God wants to fill you here today. Just make your way forward. Hallelujah. The evidence, church, that we have the Holy Ghost is that we
1: speak in a new language. That's the evidence. So if you've never experienced the Holy Ghost and you want to experience it here today, the evidence is we speak in a new language. And how does that come about? when we give everything to God and let Him speak through us. Hallelujah. So every eye close, and I ask this out of respect of everybody, if you can close your eyes, hallelujah. Hallelujah. No one looking around out of respect of everyone that's here. If you've never received the baptism of the Holy Ghost and you'd like to receive it, I want you to raise your hand, hallelujah, just so that I can see, and I believe God is going to fill you with the Holy Ghost. There are several hands going up in the air right now. You've never received it with the evidence of
2: speaking in a new tongue. Hallelujah. God wants to fill you with the Holy Ghost, then what we're going to do all together right now because everyone acknowledges that we need the power. Would you raise everyone? Would you raise your hands to heaven? Hallelujah. And I know we got food coming up. I know we got a celebration in a few moments, but the greatest thing God wants to do today is to fill you with His power. And would you pray this prayer with me? You can't be lazy with this prayer. You can't be quiet with this prayer. You can't be lacking faith with this prayer. But everything that you've got, I want you to lift up your voice. Everybody under the sound of my voice, by the power that's in the name of Jesus, and the authority that's in the word of God, I pray right now that you will forgive me, come on, ask God to forgive you of every sin, ask God to forgive you of everything that you've done ask God to forgive you, hallelujah of every failure, and every doubt and every fear, hallelujah, I believe God wants to do a work here today it's time to take some time and let God heal your life in the name of Jesus, that's it, come on say God forgive me of every evil thing I've said, every evil thing I've done, every evil thing that I've been a part of, forgive me mighty God, let me be made whole in the name of Jesus come on, that's it, hallelujah begin to give everything to him you don't confess it to me, you don't bring it to me as confession, you give it to him, and let God heal you, come on, God's going to take away every failure, God's going to take away everything and disease in your life and while you've come here, hallelujah for one thing you thought God is going to heal you, and God is going to restore you. That's it. Come on. Hallelujah. By the power that's in the name. Hallelujah. You're going to feel your lips and tongue begin to move. You're going to feel God begin to shake you. Hallelujah. Guess what? That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost moving in your life. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. By the power that's in the name. Hallelujah. Now I want to ask you, do you feel that you've been forgiven? If you believe you've been forgiven, I want you to clap your hands right now. If you feel forgiven right now, hallelujah, we're going to pray together and God's going to fill you. Come on, do you believe God has forgiven you? Now every hand lifted in the name of Jesus. Not only is God going to heal you, but he's going to fill everyone under the sound of my voice with the Holy Spirit. If you need the Holy Spirit to move, let me give you some instructions and then we're going to pray together and God is going to pour His Spirit. When you begin to pray for the Holy Ghost, it's important that you open up your mouth because in order to speak, you need to open up your mouth. I've never met someone that spoke and left their mouth closed. And so in order for the Holy Ghost to speak out of you, you've got to open up your mouth. Secondly, in order to speak the language of God, you've got to let the language of God come out. And the Bible says it's an unknown tongue, so your native language, don't speak it. If you're speaking English, you can't speak in the Holy Ghost. If you're speaking your native tongue, you can't speak in the Holy Ghost. So when you open up your mouth, hallelujah, you can, you can say hallelujah to Him, but as soon as you feel your lips, and tongue begin to shake and move you just let it go and you connect your voice to that movement that's the Holy Ghost it's as simple as that you simply connect your voice to the movement of your mouth and you're going to be making sounds you've never made, noises you've never made and God is going to fill you with His Spirit, are you ready to receive it? are you ready to receive it? by the power that's in the name of Jesus come on believe it right now And the authority that's in the word of God. Hallelujah. I pray right now. That you would fill every person with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And Lord that there would not be any hesitation. Reservation. Or anything that stops them and by the power that's in the name of Jesus and the authority that's in the word of God I pray that you would loose your spirit like never before and when I shout amen church I want you to lift up your voice are you ready by the power that's in the name of Jesus come on and the authority that's in the word of God I loose the Holy Ghost here in this place to be poured out like never before in the name of Jesus Christ we pray amen and amen would you lift up your voice right now
0: hallelujah your voice. That's life. Hallelujah.
2: Yeah, let the Hallelujah. Oh. Hallelujah. Come on, let's say, let someone begin to pray in the Holy Ghost right now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let the Holy Ghost begin to be poured out.
0: Your voice. Let, out oh, your voice. let out your voice, let out your voice, let your voice. That's it, that's it, that's it. that's it, that's the 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 on, Jesus, God. God. It
1: now connect your voice it's to that movement. Connect Jesus, your voice to that. come on let it out
0: loud.
2: Hallelujah! that's it come on hallelujah come on hallelujah someone begin to pray and believe that god is filling amen people with the holy ghost right now would you lift up your voice and let the spirit of god hallelujah hallelujah in the name of
1: jesus i pray right now god is going to move in your life in the name of almighty god i pray that you would move like never before. Open up your mouth and let the Spirit of God begin to be poured out in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, let the power of God begin to move. Hallelujah. Almighty Jesus, you're worthy. Hallelujah. That's it. Just open up your mouth. Hallelujah. Open up your mouth and let the Spirit of God move. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Almighty Jesus, I pray that you would move upon this young lady, God. Move upon her life, fill her with your Spirit, God. In the
0: name of In the name of Jesus, Hallelujah. Lord, do your work, God. Do your work, Lord, in
1: our eyes. Holy Ghost, move. Holy Ghost move in our lives Holy Ghost move in our midst
2: Hallelujah Come on someone lift up their voice church Come on someone believe that the power of God Is being poured out like never before Would you begin to pray right now and believe Would you begin to pray and believe that God